now plugged into TPLG Uncut. We live right now, man, at Tunes Recording Studio. Hey, man, I got a special guest. I say a special guest because I just seen this brother grow for a long time. Hey, man, from Durham, North Carolina. Used to go by Swift, not go by Swift for baby. Swift, what's up, baby? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> two times, two times. Hey, you already? What's good, man? I feel good to be here. What's happening? Hey, man, long time no see. What's been going on, man? Man, a lot of the same, man. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? You, like you said, we've been knowing each other for a long time, man. So, you know, you really done seen me through, through a lot of my processes, man. So, you know, more of the same, man. More yeah. of the same. Doing my music, you know, making my shit happen one step at a time. Hey, man, we're going to start off, man. You don't know Chuck. Oh, who, yeah. Who is Chuck, man? That's what people called me from the, from the town, where okay. we at now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Before I was Swift, I was just little Chuck running around, shit yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? So... You know, with that record in particular, I just wanted to bring people a little bit closer, you know, to who I am for real. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, look, man, being from the Bull City, Durham, North Carolina, what's one lesson that the Bull City taught you that through your journey you kind of keep at home, keep it close? Uh, I, I'd probably say just really stand on my P's and Q's, man. You know what I'm saying? Because growing up here, you know, we we learn that anything can happen at yeah. any time, you know what I'm saying? So I really just took that along with me with my journey, man. Just being on top of my game, man. Don't be too loosey-goosey when you're around people. You know, Can we cuss yeah. on this? We yeah, man, we uncut, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> so don't be too loosey-goosey around motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody bring you no drink. Don't be smoking no shit you ain't seen rolled up. Hey, look, you know what I'm one, saying? That's the one thing I know that, bro. Facts. If you, ain't, if you ain't see it rolled, bro, don't touch it. You know, we don't, you know, we don't do that type of shit. So, you know, just, just trying to stay that type of person, man. You know what I'm saying? Just take my core values with me, man. So that's, that's really what I took, man. Okay. So all the way back. We're going to go all the way back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about high school. You was in a group. Right, right. I said between middle and high school, you was in a group. Right. Now, if I get the group name wrong, don't hit me. Hey, right, we all good. We talking what's the, what's long the, time. J.S. Dub back in the day? J.S. Dub. Okay, okay. <laughs> J.S. Dub, yep. Hey, look, man. So with that group, how did that group come about, man? Um, that started in middle school. Okay. Um, it started in middle school with some guys I went to middle school with. Okay. You know, at the time they was already doing music. Um, one was a singer. No, I'm sorry. That was a group before that I had. I'm sorry, Jazz Dub. It was the three rappers. I'm sorry. I've been in a couple groups. Okay. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. But but the Jazz Dub, it was two rappers okay. that had been rapping, and then it was myself. Um. It was just my, my guys from around the way, man. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot with them. I sharpened my skills a lot with them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, a lot of times groups don't last, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you saying you was in a group before that? I was in a group before that. And then I went to the group before that. You know, now that I think about it, the name was kind of crazy a little bit. Word. It was called Three Way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was me and a singer Yo. and then a rapper. The rapper was actually in the jazz dub group as well. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it was three of us, man. But that's that's really when I started to, to be a rapper myself. Because before that, I was just trying to make beats and shit like that and beating on the table for these niggas. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Okay. Who was the other members in the group though? For the J for the JS Doug group. Who was they? Uh I, I got it wrong too. It was me and me and uh Jay Don. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was the it was me and him and then in the group three way it was me, Jay Don, and then um Man, what was my man name? I'm sorry, man. I can't remember. <laughs> City, right. I think. City his name was City. Right. 
Okay. Yeah. They still doing music or you Nah. They kinda nah, nah, okay. Nah, they they okay. they you know, doing other things now, you know what I mean? Shout out to them. You know, but that was something I had to learn too, man. It's like that's not you know, everybody got their own path in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause for a while when, you know, we was like disassembling, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. felt the type of way, like, damn, these Early. niggas quitting and this and that, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. everybody got their path in life, man. You know what I'm saying? It's important. We follow ours, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Stepping through the city. When you come through the city, you in Atlanta now, right? Yeah, I'm I'm in Atlanta for when sure. You, when you come back to the bull, where you getting something to eat from? Where you going to grab that food spot? Um, I'm definitely going to uh Italian pizzeria. Okay. Every time. Every time. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to every town, Italian in the village. You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm going there. Another one of my spots is down the street. Um, I'm rocking with American Hero. I okay. love American Hero. Okay. And then I got to shout out my guy, Big C Waffles. You okay. know what I'm shout saying? Shout out to Big C. Big C, shout out to him. We got to chop that up so we got this too, man. Shout out <laughs> my guy. Them chicken wings and the waffles, you know, yeah, yeah. serious business. All right, cool. So outside of getting that food spot, when you about to go step out, who cutting you up? Who getting the line up straight? Who didn't you know what I'm saying? Put the clippers to the head, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I don't really get my hair cut out here too much. Okay. Like, now that I'm back in Atlanta. Back but in while Atlanta. I was here, I had a guy named Dez. Shout out to my guy, Dez. Okay. And um, my, my longtime barber, Pop. You know what I'm saying? His right. name Pop. So shout out to Pop, too. Okay. For sure. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? How intricate, now we talk about the journey when everything first started. Right. How intricate was DJ Nina Nine in getting your career? Damn, that's crazy. Started. See, that's how I know you—you you know me for a long time. For you to even bring, you know what I'm saying? Come for on, sure. Nah. For you to bring her up, you know what I'm saying? But Nina Nine was super instrumental. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like she really was like the prerequisite, almost. Like you know what I'm saying to everything that I built upon because she was the first. If I'm honest, she was the first person outside of the city to really like see what I had going on and to really like push me. Yeah, you know, yeah. she was in DC on the XM radio for the people who don't know, right. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, you know, a lot of things that transpired after that came from them hearing me on XM radio from okay. DJ Nina Nine. Okay. What you know year what was saying? that? Shit, don't give me the line, man. I was was this was, this was, was probably- like 2010 through 12, somewhere around there? Nah, it was before that. that. Okay. This had to be like 2007, yep. It was 2007 before okay. I moved to Atlanta. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It had to be like 2007. Shout out to her, uh, Leo G and uh, Miss Kitty. They was on XM66 Raw. You know what I'm saying? And at that time period, man, I was the only artist up to date mm -hmm. that was unsigned, that was in regular rotation. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they was really pushing me, man. You know what I'm saying? With, with no paperwork on me or nothing, they just believed and they, they rock yeah. with my sound, man. So shout out to them, man. Now, was it the simple fact of... Now, how did you know that Nina Nine? Hold on, wait. How did you know that you was on XM Radio? Did you, did, did somebody say, "Hey, bro, they playing your music here"? Was it more like somebody's they calling? Well, I had been in contact with them. Okay, you know what I'm saying okay. with Nina Nine in particular. Okay. Um, okay, because this was like the MySpace era. I believe it was like the MySpace era. Okay, um, 2007 and shit like that. But my my, my at the time or prior to that. You know what I'm saying? My father was, and my mother for real, they was like damn near managing me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for, a, yeah. for a period of time, because I started when I was 12. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So they was managing me up into that. And my dad, he not he not the type of nigga that he don't take no for an answer. Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. he he reached out to <laughs> Nina Nine, you know what I'm saying? Through my MySpace account. Oh, word. He was hitting motherfuckers up. 
You know what man. I'm saying? And she wanted up like checking it out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I got I got to give a lot of that credit to my dad for real. Hey man, I, hey, that's one question I wanted to hit you with. How important is family? Because when you first came through, when I had the plug, right? Pops was there. Like, how right. important was Pops and your family being instrumental in helping see your vision before you could take it into your own right. hands? Uh, I mean. I think I always took it into my own hands, honestly, okay. since I was young, because it was something that was just in me. You know, I I came to them with it. You okay. know what I'm saying? I had already been working on my little shit. You know what I mean? Like, yo, y'all come see, check me out. Come yeah, downstairs yeah. and look yeah, at, yeah. watch me perform. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they was a thousand percent instrumental in it. And not even just my parents, my sisters as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I got, you know, I got a tight-knitted family. I got three sisters, no brothers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But... My sisters always believed, you know what I'm saying? And they, they went out there and they championed me and they spreaded the word and you know what I mean? And they, you know, they got other people interested in me at different moments in time. You know, even my sisters, you know, they girls, so they made sure my style was on point, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that. And when it wasn't, they let me know. Word. You know what I'm saying? So my family in general has been super instrumental and um, you know, helpful since 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 I was twelve, man. Okay. You know what I mean? So since then, moving a little forward, when did you move to Atlanta? Uh, I was probably like um, 18, 19 ish. Okay. 08, so 18, you know what I'm saying? And then, 08, 09, 18, 19. And then um, I stayed out there for a long time, but I would always come back. You know what I'm saying? My All my boys was yeah, down yeah. here, my family was here. So, yeah. you know, I always came back, back and Yo. forth. So, being in Atlanta since then, man, you was linking with legends like Don Cannon, Rocco, Akon, and Young Jock, Young Bird. Like what was who was that one that showed you another level to the grind? Um, that was definitely Akon. Word. Akon definitely showed me. So wait, hold on, wait. I don't want to interrupt. And this is a question that the city want to know. Right. It's a difference between being co-son uh, and being paperwork son. Right. You saying you was paperwork signed to Akon? I was, yeah, paperwork signed to Akon. I was co-signed by a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? It really showed me love, but I was paperwork signed to Akon for sure. Cause when, cause when the video hit, I was like, "Bro, is he being like?" Cause you know, cosign is understanding the right, talent, right, right, right. But the paperwork sign right, is right. different. So, well, I will say this though, Akon, I'm not sure if this is a video you were talking about, but Akon cosigned me in a video before that we we chopped it up and put it in the beginning of one of my videos before I actually paper signed to him. Okay. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. So he did co-sign me first, but later so on the co-sign okay, so that's what I'm saying. So the co so the video you and him together, I think it was at a garage or something. Yeah, yeah. that was a co that was prior to me being signed to him. That was a co-sign. He co-signed me. I don't think I was signed to him yet. I don't think I was so signed to him. So how long between that co-sign did you did you have paperwork signed the, the, the Con Live was it? It was Con Live Con Live was like the international label and then Convict was like more or less like the I think he was trying to go more like street artists and just like shit on the pavement right, right, right. but he wanted me to at the time to do like pop records like cause I was already writing those type of records and right, doing right, different yeah, shit yeah. so he kind of like seen a little something different for what I had going on but I met Akon in the club man uh, DJ Nando that yeah, we spoke yeah, on, sure. you know, the he was call for sure. You know Already. what I'm saying? The coalition DJs <laughs> hey, is Nando. You know what I'm saying? We gonna get to all that. Hey, we gonna get to, we gonna get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know That's what I'm family. saying? We gonna, we gonna get to that. But okay. you know, Nando was in the club and he he played my record. Um, one night he was always playing my songs, but we in the strip club and he playing my song. Akon was there. 
You know what I'm saying? He was playing, matter of fact, he was playing music on. I don't know if you remember that song, but I had that song out here. Now you okay. you heard it before for sure. Yeah. But um, he was playing that song and um, it comes like who the who the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they like pointed at me. I was right beside him, like him. Yeah, yeah. From that moment to the moment I signed to him, it was probably like two or three months. It was probably like two or three months. So that cosign shit happened within that time period. And that was a long time period for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I had, we had talked. He was like, yo, I'm going to sign you, da, 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 da. You know, I'm fucking 19, 18 yeah, at the yeah, time. I'm coming yeah. from Durham. Coming from You Durham. know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, shit, nigga. So that, that fucking 60, 90 days was a <laughs> lifetime and a half. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it happened. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, he really, like, getting back to your original question, he's the one who really showed me a lot of shit to where I started seeing, like, damn, this shit is different. Like, I'm in mansions, I'm driving fucking foreign cars, I'm seeing different type of money, I'm uh, on stage with thousands of, you know what I'm saying? It was different. You know, I saw, I saw it up close and personal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Hey, look, so music, okay, so from a business standpoint, you'll say Akon? Just from the introduction to the game, I okay. say Akon. So what about musicality-wise? Like, who helped you, like, enhance your sound, your ear, your production? Because you said you started producing first. Right, right. So, like, who helped you musicality-wise? You know what I'm saying? I'm be honest. I can't get that to none, of, um, to none of the people I met in the industry. Okay. It wasn't that. You know what I'm saying? I just really, if I'm honest, I got to credit that to... Um, just myself and hard hours and just time and studying my craft and shit like that. But I also would have to credit that to a guy named Ron B, who from Durham. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was the first guy that I ever actually recorded with. You know what I'm saying? And I got with him young. I was like 14. You know what I'm saying? So he really like would just give me thoughts and ideas on how to build records in particular. And everything he did was always like conceptual. His songs and shit, like, because he was also a, a rapper, but he was a producer as well. So okay. Okay. I learned a lot just looking at that. But then a, a lot of that shit was, like I said, it was just myself along the way, you know what I'm saying? And just being a student of it and loving it so much to where the people I did admire, I'm going to study them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I had people that, you know, they did co-sign, like we were saying, and they did, like, champion what I had going on. Like, Sean Garrett was somebody who's a songwriter. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? He really, like, we got in the studio a couple times, and, you know, I just always remember him, like, a person asked him one time, like, yo, get in the studio with Swiffer and, like, write some shit with him. Write some shit for him, is what they said. Yeah, yeah. The nigga Sean was like, I can't write nothing for this nigga. Like, <laughs> what am I write for him? Like, this nigga's a writer. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? So yeah, yeah. I learned shit just off of looking, but um, that was really, like I said, that was me, you know, putting my time in, and then, like I would say, Ron and just other rappers that I dealt with that still sharpening still type shit, you know what I'm saying? One of my favorite records, one of my favorite projects, you know what I'm saying? That Guns N' Roses, right. that Don Cannon, DJ Infamous, right. my right. favorite mixtape. Right. Um, what did you say that was your introduction to Atlanta? Nah, that wasn't my introduction to Atlanta. At that point, I had already been there probably a couple years. Project-wise, so you know what I'm saying? Having two Atlanta greats host a project and you staying in Atlanta, would you say that project was my introduction to Atlanta. Well, in that sense, in that sense, yeah. Okay. In that sense, yeah. Um, because prior to that, it was just um, me putting in like little groundwork, doing my shit in the clubs and doing this and doing that. But mm -hmm. 
at the time, those names, this was the mixtape era, so them names, right. you know, that shit meant something to have Don Cannon on your yeah. fucking mixtape or it means something DJ Scream. Though. Hell yeah, because yeah. they coming back yeah. out with it, but yeah. hell yeah, that meant something. It still means something to me now. I still respect Don Cannon too much. Like, you know, all these guys, man, I got nothing but love and respect for them, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yellow tape, we're going to get to it. Right. DJ Nando. Coalition DJs, right? RP to Nando, man. How important was Nando? That's that 2011 project. You know what I'm saying? How important was Nando to you as a person? You know what I'm saying? First, uh, as a person, Nando was uh, a big brother. Um, you know, I, we had an age gap, so a lot of time he felt like, you know what I'm saying, he was my daddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rest in peace to that nigga, Nando. I love him. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, in hindsight, you know, as an older as an older man now, you know what I'm saying, I just turned 33 today. Okay, happy You know birthday. what I'm saying? Thank you. Know you. Know but, you know, in hindsight, I look at it, you know, because I was down there, I was 18 years old, 17, 18, 19 years old, just a young nigga from Durham. I ain't listening to nobody or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we both was cancer, so we had a lot of similarities. So we bumped heads a lot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Nando was, you know, he was a big homie, a big bro, you know what I'm saying? All all of that type of shit. Like, he made, he, my best interest was always at heart with him, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And um, I got nothing but love and respect for him and A.B., you know what I'm saying, who was his partner and somebody who also took me under their wing when I went to Atlanta and showed me a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, him and Nando gave me all the experiences in the world that I needed as a youngin', you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. They... They bought me the big boy land, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They showed me some real shit, like, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I mean, they was super instrumental, and, you know, I, my, my gratitude for them is through the moon, you know what I'm so, saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of the coalition DJs, you know what I'm saying? I know you probably stepped through the, the couple of them new music money. I, I only knew about him because Nando was part of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was an intricate part of it. But that's not to take away from none of the other guys, Big X, yeah. DJ Funky. Yeah. Um, it was a bunch of those guys, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, them as a whole, them, them as a crew, nigga, if you go to them, you up through there. And they yeah, fucking yeah. with you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. up through there. I seen countless <laughs> niggas, because yeah. this is the time Atlanta's Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody went through these guys, man. I'm yeah. talking about from top, top to bottom, bro. You can't lead them out of Atlanta history. You know what I'm saying? The coalition DJs now they've expanded to where they all over now. They yeah, international. Yeah. They doing their shit, man. So, yeah. you know, I got nothing but same with them. Love and respect, man. You know, cause they they push my shit. I was over in pinups, you know, and all these different spots with <laughs> Funky and DJ X and um my my homie, man. I'm so mad I can't remember his name right now, but he used to yeah. be at Platinum 21. Damn, I. <laughs> he gonna be mad, man. But I'm gonna shout him out some other time. But yeah, yeah. man, those guys, man, they took me under the wing. You know what I'm saying? And I was able to bounce around wherever any of them was at, mm -hmm. and I got love. You know what I'm saying? I got my record played. We was it was it was home. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Nick Love. Shout out to Nick Love too. I don't know if he's still involved all the way, but he was an intricate part of the uh, coalition DJs from the inception. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. What's that? Do you remember that one conversation with Nando? I ain't gonna say your last. But do you do you remember one conversation with Nando that you'd be like, that's something, you know what I'm saying? Just this random day, you'd be like, damn, that's something Nando kind of keep me on pins and needles with to keep me sharp or, you know what I'm saying? Either way you move, the way the music can, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, it was, I'm going to be honest, man, it was everything with them, you know what I'm saying? Because we, you know. Nando, Nando was the first, I'll give you one. Nando was the first person that really, um, challenge my pen in in the sense of 
he knew I was uh, coming from North Carolina and working with Ninth Wonder and just my influences and shit like that. He knew I was a rapper's rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we in the heart of fucking Atlanta. Bitches yeah. shaking their ass, throwing money. Like, <laughs> right. It ain't time for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he challenged me to learn something new, take my artistry to another level. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, yo, I feel you. You can do this, you can do that. But can you do something that's going to make these people in here move? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he challenged me to that. Him and AB, they challenged me in that. And that was the beginning of me. I had already danced with different genres of the, of the, of the music, you know, slightly. You know what I'm saying? But that was the beginning of me like, yo, let me go over here and figure out how I can make a nigga from Durham yeah. A country nigga, for real, compared to what compared they had going what, on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know too much. We ain't had no strip clubs nah, and clubs and crazy shit going on down. It wasn't the nightlife like that right, here. Right. Niggas wasn't on the type of shit they was yeah, on was at that on. point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I had to learn a whole new thing, and they challenged me at that. You know what I'm saying? I did. I used to do verses sometimes. It'd be for a particular song or some shit we wanted to play in the club. I just did, and like, yo, you could come harder than that, nigga. Yeah, or yeah. Do it again. Yeah, I do the whole verse again. I might do three of them verses for this one song, yeah. for this one verse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they really challenged my artistry, man, and you know it made it made me better. You know what I mean? For sure. You know what I mean? Then you got uh, Major Deal, Minor Issues, DJ Screen, 2012. Right. That was when I first signed my deal with my first deal. Uh, well, major deal. Obviously, okay. with the uh, right, I was right. already signed to Akon at the time, but I had signed with Def Jam okay. through No ID. Mm -hmm. um, so I was smelling myself, man. You know, definitely yeah, during that yeah. time period, I remember that shit. That was a good time for me, yeah. for sure. You know, I just like accomplished something I had been trying to for a long time. So let's walk through that experience. You signed with Akon. Right. How did you get in contact with No ID? To no idea bringing the Def Jam office for them to go ahead and sign you. As well, it was really craziness, man. It was melee. I ain't gonna lie, man. It was I. My story really, I experienced the music business, like in all of its glory and all of its yeah. fucked upness. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. But with this particular situation, it was the short answer to that is Coach K, okay. um, the guy you know, Coach K. Yeah, Coach K. Right. Yeah. So him, he uh, he was cool with Nando and AB and all that, so I grew a relationship with him eventually. You know, we had been listening to my music. He was really a fan of it. Like, damn, this little nigga, like, you know, he kicking it. Like, you know you what I'm saying? You coming different. I'm going to tell you, bro, like, just knowing you from the beginning, bro, you was always coming different. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? People just had to understand where you was coming. Right, right. And knowing that I can hear your influences as Jay-Z. Right, 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 right. Your other influences. Right. Studying, I'm right. like, bro. So I think that was, and I was young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm coming yeah. from a whole different place, so I think that was, he saw it, you know what I'm saying? Coach always, you know, he always championed me and gave me words of encouragement and shit. So what happened was, you know, he wound up sending my shit to uh, No ID. Mm -hmm. And No ID was like, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, who's this kid? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so long story short, man, I, I ended up flying out. No ID ended up flying me out to L.A. where he was at. Okay. His marvelous fucking studio. You know, it was it was Dr. Dre's old studio, so this shit was crazy. Yeah, Don Cannon was there too. Matter of fact, I did something over one of Don Cannon's beat, but I stayed out there for a couple of days and did music and shit. Mm -hmm. And then, you no, know, I took me up. And they, you know, the Def Jam, and you know, he pitched me, and they, he said, I was signed shortly after. It's a, it's a little more to it, but I don't want to take up too much time, man. It's, <laughs> it get a little crazy. <laughs> hey, look, you know, the stories get a little wild. I already right. know. Yeah, man. But uh, did nobody help you understand production? Like, what what part of? Because you know, you're saying that you already was a producer. 
being around a certain person. But I can't say I was a producer. I can say that I had aspirations of being a producer. Okay. That's how I entered the game. My uncle was a producer. Okay. That's how I really started the love of music. My uncle was a producer. Mm-hmm. I went in his fucking basement in Jersey uh, one time and fucking, he had a fucking studio, like some shit like this. It was like in the yeah, basement, yeah. though. He had all these, he had a guitar. I got a guitar just like that on some real shit. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God. You know what I'm saying? Just like shit, <laughs> show that. I got the same one from my uncle. It's a white guitar just like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I fell in love with just the dungeon. It's like, damn, you know what I mean? So I wanted to be a producer, you know what I'm saying? But that transpired into me becoming a rapper. But to answer your question, though, no, I didn't really uh, push my producer desires, you know what I'm saying? But I did learn some shit from him. At that moment in time, I wasn't even on no producer shit. Mm-hmm. I was just rapping and singing and shit, like I'm trying to really get in my artist bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did share with me a couple things that I still hold with me to this day, you know what I'm saying? And that does include production as far as like, yo, take your time with it, man. You know, don't be here trying to rush no shit. Mm-hmm. You know, niggas take days, months, weeks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes it's been years of records, and he played me certain records to where it was like, damn, he was telling me, like, yo, you know, you hear this record? This record went through me, Kanye, this nigga, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga, yeah. made his way back to me. We changed it. They sent it back. You know, so, it, it, you know, he really made me understand the process isn't one to be rushed. It's one to be done right. You know what I'm saying? No matter how long it takes, it, whether that's fast or slow, just do it right. You know what I'm saying? So I learned certain things, but production-wise, not, not too much. You what you love? What you love about your whole experience, bro? What you love about it? Um, more than anything, I think I would love a, love um my persistence in it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I love my persistence in it because I feel like, you know, a lot of times when the doors were shut in my face, mm-hmm. where I ain't even see the fucking door. I ain't even know where the door was at. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I kept moving. You know what I'm saying. Kept pushing. So it's like you know, for, from a personal standpoint, I could appreciate that about myself, man. But from just the art, the art perspective, um, the fans, man, the people that just love what I'm doing. You know, even you, like you've been a a, a real supporter. It's been years now, yeah, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. To have somebody like you that's really still champion, even hit me like, yo, come do an interview. Yeah, yeah. My nigga, it's been it's been a long time, man. <laughs> yeah. It's been a lot of ups and downs yeah. with me and my career in general. So yeah. to really have people still connect with me on this level, it just really continues to make me feel like, yo, one foot before the other. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Now, now this night, nights on Concord, two thousand and sixteen. Right. How important was this project specifically? That was an important time period too, because um, that was another season in my career and in my life. At this point, um, the Def Jam shit was over with, the Akon shit was over with. Okay. Um, now we talking Epic. You know what I'm saying? I was signed with Epic at the time. Um, I get the intru- how how was you introduced to Epic through Chubby? Yes. Okay. Yep, I was introduced. Uh, to Epic through Chubby, um, he was working there at the time. He was an A&R, and he was real tight with L.A. Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny shit about that is, though, they passed on me at first, mm-hmm. Epic. You know, I went and performed for him and everything. Me and another girl, yeah. she on, she be on reality TV and shit. <laughs> I ain't going to put out there like that. But right. we both went out and performed, um, and they passed on both of us. Um, what, happened, what ended up happening was I had a record that was already doing some shit, but they didn't really know all the way what it was doing. But my record fucking around and blew pull up. It was pull up. Oh, pull up. You know what I'm saying? So that shit wound up doing its numbers. Then they had a double back, and then they wound up signing me. You know what I'm saying? So you but, played. So you performed pull up for them before you released it. I did. 
You released it. No, no, no. I it was already released. Okay, 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 okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it was on the up, but it wasn't enough to really tap into their radars yet. But we knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Me and my people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. he passed on it. They passed the epic as a whole passed on it. And then it's crazy because after that, shortly after, I had a fucking bidding war. Mm. Now I got fucking five, six labels trying to sign me. But because I was signed with Chubby, and uh, Chubby's deal with Epic, mm -hmm. they had like first right of refusal. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Which means like if you sign with this nigga, which I was, signed mm -hmm. with Chubby, yeah. they got to be able to turn that shit down when they basically- Epic has to turn it down. They got to turn it down first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, I can't. You know what I'm saying? He's in breach or whatever the case may be. So I ended up having to go with Epic. Even though at the time, honestly, Epic wasn't the best fit for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the best fit. Okay. And I'm sure it was other places that was willing to do a little bit more, a lot so, more. So you're saying even after the death, so between Epic and Def Jam, we had them experiences. Who, who at this time, looking back, who do you feel like would have been your best fit if they would have came to the table the correct way that you was coming because you had Charge Nation and all right, that. Right, right, right. Who would have been the best fit for you and the team? Well, at Def Jam, I did have Charge Nation, you know, and all of my shit, it was Charge Nation slash Def Jam. Okay. Epic wasn't the same because I was with Chubby at that right, time. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it was his imprint slash Epic. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But to, to say who would have been the best fit, Outside of those two labels, I can't really say. No, I, not outside them two. I'm just saying overall, like with the big with those majors, two, with the majors overall. Who would you? Could you saying? Epic did a lot. Epic showed me, uh, showed me a side of the game that I never seen before that I didn't get a chance to experience with Def Jam. Okay. Because Def Jam, my shit was kind of like short lived. Because like I said, I was signed to Akon. Right, I ain't right. tell you all the other shit that was going on, but to make a long story short, Akon's brother was at Def Jam at the time. You know, he was already in the building. You know what I'm saying? I got signed through somebody else. Okay. But I was already signed with these niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it caused friction. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Akon wound up taking me off of Def Jam shortly after. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't get the experience like what it feels like to be an artist really like on a major. I didn't drop no music on there. Uh -huh. Like it wasn't really like that. Okay. Um, but Epic showed me more. Like, you know, I dropped singles on there. I dropped, I had a project coming. Some shit went down with Epic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But... Um, I seen more with Epic, but to be real, man, the best the best deal is always the people that believe me the most, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's this these people, that people, or those people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Time goes by, you coming back, you dropping singles, you got a new project, Legend has it. Right. But what what make at the time of everything that you just discussed for the people? Explain this project, bro, for the people. Right. Um. This project, right, for me, really was, um, you know, just, again, putting one foot in front of the other. You know what I'm saying? I'm on an independent wave now. It took me a little while to get out of that situation with Epic and the, both of those deals that I was in. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it took a lot of regrouping. And it was around the time of, uh, like, the COVID shit. So the world shut down shortly after. You know what I'm saying? So... It's been like a few years of me just honing in on my skills, reinventing myself, seeing where I want to take it next. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And on this project in particular, it's like I, I did the production on it. Like as far as the beat, I got back to my producing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is really the first project that I've done that I produced the whole shit. Okay. And, um, you know, so it's just me 
re reinventing myself, really, man. You know what I'm saying? But still speaking on like who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what I've done in, in my resume, so to speak. Because, you know, if you don't speak it, man, people will forget. And not only forget, they'll tell you that you ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Trust me, I understand <laughs> For sure. I'm a humble type of nigga, too, hey, man. Hey, coming from Durham, bro, and I, I think I, you know what I'm saying, it's like you just do the work. You, we ain't we ain't the ones that's gonna tell the accolades, and I and I kind of seen that you talked about life earlier. I took a class. I think back in high school, right, I took right. classes like right, right. just doing the work, like do that's the work, all man. It's about like doing the work, but all that other stuff will come later. But it's cool, you know yeah, what I mean. All cool, that's and I, I I never run away from the other stuff. I like it yeah. just as much as the other per, another oh, person. Right, right, right. But at the same time, it's like. You know, I try to keep my cool, man. I think all that other shit is lame a little bit, niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's lame to just be all boisterous and just trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah. hey, look at me. I never thought that was cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, to say that, though, I also say, yo, I realize, like, yo, you got to let people know who you are, man. Because if you don't, we in an age and a time to where it's nothing if you don't. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah. legend has it was just me speaking on my speaking my piece, like also letting people know, like, yo, I'm I'm here, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I got new shit coming, so, okay. you know. We about to get to this new single, man. Lemon Squeeze, how this record come about? Uh, shit, man. I made the beat, and um, it just had a good feeling to it, man. I'm really in my production bag right now. Like, I'm I'm loving making beats and trying new shit. I'm just a creative period. So yeah. I've been doing it for so long, man. It's, it's, you know, it's a breath of fresh air with me doing it differently now. You know what I'm saying? But I made the beat, man. And then it's hard to explain how the process happens, yeah, man. It's yeah. just like magic. I, I don't know, man. I made the beat, jumped <laughs> on this shit, and, you know, we have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me squeeze, people. Hey, hey I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce this record, man. It's on you. Yeah, man. It's your boy Swiffer Baby, man. This is my new joint off of my project, Legend Has It. It's called Lemon Squeeze, ladies. I see the child in you, you wanna smile, it's been a while or two Another side of you, it's deep inside of you Nobody even knew about you, somebody must have been hiding you If you were mine, the only thing that's on my mind is you Every time I tried to you, it's crazy how time flew Minutes turn to hours, I was feeling like a second Every second, oh, I bond grew You a handful, and mama, I've been mindful My lemon squeeze in my lime too She fine-tuned, that ain't face-tuned She it in real life, she let it feel right Popping bottles in my circle, sealed tight Still checking on you like Phil Knight yeah. We should just do it anywhere You pick the place, drop the pen, I'm there I feel the energy, it's in the air I know this shit could be fruitful Cause we the perfect pair Oh, you fancy, you like designer shit I might put you in all kind of shit The way I'm living ain't no promises But I promise I'm all in your mixture, I can't let you pass me, nah If you had a twin sister, I would still pick your smart in your body We can make this shit official Uh, I see the style in you, you wanna smile, it's been a while or two Bitches fire, they be wildin' too, few stories I got into Get your whole heart and get it back in two But here we are again, getting past what we have been through Speeding on the avenue, but there you are, racing through my mind Shit, the last thing I need from you is space and time If it's a cash thing to get them, they a waste of time You deserve a soft life 
peace and calm where the weed is loud, the beats is bomb, the trees is palm. Whatever you need at your leisure, freeze your arms. Get hot. Let you take the lead, I can't lead you on. She keeps me going, we up till 2, 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning with it. And that's just on a light night, going in two, three times. Shit, I'm like Mike. You done been a rose from the concrete you grew up in. You deserve to choose who, where, and when. Oh, you fancy, you like the sun and shit. I might put you in all kind of shit. The way I'm living ain't no promises, but I promise this. I would never leave you, cause you a good girl and you a baddie. You the perfect mixture, I'm all in your mixture. I can't let you pass me. If you had a twin sister, I would still pick yours more than your body. We can make this shit official. We can make this shit official. I would never leave you, cause you a good girl and you a baddie. You the perfect mixture, I'm all in your mixture. I can't let you pass me. Nah. If you had a twin sister, I would still pick yours more than your body. TPLG Uncut, man, you just heard that new single, yeah. Lemon Squeeze. For sure. Hey, look, man, how the ladies responded to that record, man? I'm be honest, got man. Got some quotables in their phone. Yeah, we got some quotables. It's not even just the ladies, though, man. I'm going to be real, man. A lot of my niggas, man, they tapping in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, man. a lot of shit be too hard, you know what I'm saying? We be talking all this gangster shit, all this hard shit all the time, niggas, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes niggas just want to be cooling in they bag, man, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So. Yeah. I'm gonna provide that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hey, man, I'm gonna pull up, hop out of stunt. That's right. That's <laughs> hey, right. Look, <laughs> you already know. I want to tap on in this other record too. We ain't talk about it. You got a record with Quavo. You did dropped a couple years ago too. How yeah, for sure. Man, that record was strange, man. You know what I'm saying? Just about how it all transpired because um. I don't even know if I should be saying certain shit like this, but I'm going to get, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to just say it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you real, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, and especially in the business, man, I never met him, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I never so even that met him. A, so that, and I was going to ask that too. That was a verse, you sent, he sent the hook or you sent Well, it was like a record that was put together more so than anything, okay. you know what I'm saying? It was like, when I heard the record, it had already had like the hook on it. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think it had a verse on it. It just had the hook on it, and it was a beat and a hook. You know how it was kind of presented to me was like, "Yo, just put a verse on this shit." Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking in my mind like I'm just gonna do a feature for somebody or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A verse ain't really that long. It's like you know, it's like twelve bars or some shit. I just did a quick little verse, you know, a little yeah. melody on it. I thought it was cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it ended up fucking through the twists and turns of. The industry bullshit. That shit ended up being my fucking single. You know what I'm saying? After oh, pull up. So I thought whole time the way it sounded, I thought it so it originally wasn't your record. No. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't my record. You know what I'm saying? And that I ain't gonna hold you like I had a I had a real deal issue with that. You know what I'm saying? When it was happening. Yeah. Because I'm like, yo, nigga, I got 500 songs better than this song. Like, what the f yeah. Why the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, You know, my second yeah, single, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And what happened was, it was, which would put fucking. This why you was on Epic. This while I'm on Epic. You know what I'm saying? And they thought, you know, I wasn't privy to some of these meetings, but from what got back to me was, they thought it was a good idea. Mm -hmm. 
being I had my shit going up, Quavo. They at this point in time they was doing like their different um solo projects and yeah. they was doing that thing. Quavo yeah, yeah. was popping. Everybody was loving Quavo. Right, right. You know they thought you put this guy with this guy. You know he just it's gonna work off as just the success okay. of this one guy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just yeah. where his name at. But mm -hmm. the truth is, man. You know, as as much as sometimes the fans can be fickle and just go for what they go for, they still got a level of understanding. Like you know, like yeah, I don't like this one, and that's what happened, bro. Like when they put that shit out. I remember coming here. Uh, I was on like a radio run. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I remember for this for the Quavo record. Yeah, yeah. And I had already fussed about it. You know what I'm saying. Then my artist shit to where I'm like, what the fuck is we? I don't like this. Like you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna get on the road. I'm gonna do what I gotta, what you gotta do, do. You know what All I'm right. saying? Because maybe I was wrong. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But I wasn't wrong. But who I could have been. You know what I'm saying? But I came. I remember when I came here, and this is when I knew for for sure fact of life that the record wasn't gonna work. And it what it was what I thought it was. I came to K ninety seven point five and the nigga Wade Benner, Wade Benner, you know yeah, Wade Benner, Wade, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Wade Benner was like, dog, why y'all put out this record? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, why you put out this one? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just looked at my people. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I probably gave like some political answer. You know what, <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm like, bro, what the? But you know that type of shit happen when you ain't in control. Of your narrative. Of your narrative. You know what I'm saying? You sign a big business, man. If you don't got no real type of leverage, then, you know, that type of shit happen. And sometimes they could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? The labels and the people that you got around, they could be wrong just as much as they could be right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But that's why, I, that's why I was upset about it because I knew it didn't sit right with me. If it, if it would have sat right with me and it would have been wrong, then I'd have been all right with it. You yeah. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, my nigga, I knew from the jump. But long story short, man, they wound up pulling that record. They were like, all right, all right, it's not working. Let's go to something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, look, man, thank you for stopping through, man. Legend has it. Where can everybody find on the social media, man? Uh, what you say now? Where can everybody find it on the social media? Find me at? Oh, okay. Uh, Swiffer. They gonna find me. They okay, okay. Find I wasn't you. sure if you were saying me or the music, but uh, me at, at Swiffer Baby on okay. Instagram. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, Twitter, I think, is the same thing, Swiffer Baby. Okay. But as far as the music is concerned, it's on it's on all the platforms, Apple Music, um, Spotify, Deezer, Deezer, whatever that shit called. Yeah. It's, on, it's everywhere, you know okay. what I'm saying? A video for Lemon Squeeze coming soon? Or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just got it back the other day, man. I ain't gonna lie. You already shot it. My nigga Terrence, I'm mad at you, man. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You took too long with the video. I love my nigga Terrence, but you took too fucking long. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But we, we got it back, man. So we putting some plays in motion with it. You know what I'm saying? We got some more coming, too, for sure. Okay. Oh, um, I, uh, I want to speak on this because I know you had you had Charge Nation. Who was signed to Charge Nation at, at one time? Because I remember it was you, sister. Um, yeah, Ferret was his name. Faraz. Faraz. I'm gonna be honest, man. It's funny because I was just talking about this the other day with my guys. Mm -hmm. Um, nobody was ever officially signed. You know what I'm saying? It was more or less a crew more than anything, but that was my that was like my decision. Like I didn't have at that moment in time, I didn't have what I needed mm -hmm. to sign. Like these are my friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? I grew up with these niggas before I even Got, that got to Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't about to put these niggas in no fucked up ass oh, contracts no, 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 and shit no, no, no. like that. Yeah, so yeah. It, nobody was ever officially signed. These was just my niggas. Like, whatever I could do to help, I was going to do. Mm -hmm. Whatever the people that I had helping me, I was able to show them these guys' talent, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they was able to get behind some of them and what they, you know what I'm saying? But 
Um, nobody was officially signed. Above all, we was just family. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and just because I know that, you know what I'm saying, we come from from the back. R.I.P. to Rio. Mario, For sure. You know Absolutely. Rest in peace, Rio like, Corleone, man. You For got sure. a couple records that I know that, that still, you For know sure. what I'm saying? How important was Rio to you, bro, as a brother? You know what I'm saying? Real was everything to me and all all of us Everybody that that was, you know, down with us. You know what I'm saying? It was really like, and it's crazy, you know, you find out a lot about things when you no longer have them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I really realized that he was really the glue to a lot of our friendships. You know what I'm saying? But he was everything, man. Real was funny, charismatic, yeah, tough that. as a motherfucker, <laughs> crazy as a motherfucker. Ghetto as a motherfucker, yeah, smart as a, you know, he was everything, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, man, Rio, man, we going for always, forever, like, big up his name. My son, middle name is Rio. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So forever, man. All right, man. Hey, man, you're not plugged in the TPLG Uncut, man. Make sure y'all stay plugged in with us. Make sure you follow us on all streaming platforms. You will be able to see this. Hey, man, legend has it. You. Yeah. My boy Swiffer, expect the exclusive. Let's get it. We out. Yo, yo, what's up, man? It's your boy Swiffer, baby, man. I'm locked in with TPLG, man. Uncut. Expect the exclusive. You know how we rocking.